Hey everyone and welcome to the Pete Takeoffs Podcast. It's raw and it's confronting, it's interesting and very enlightening. I aim to bring you exceptional guests and none more exceptional than this week's guest, Kevin Ferguson. Kev's a 30 plus Ironman finisher, always wins his age group and regularly features in the top 20 of total Ironman results. This year he's going to conduct something extremely exceptional. He's going to do the Hawaiian Ironman with another person, Sid. Sid's a quadriplegic and uh, Together, these two are going to do the Hawaiian Ironman. Um, it's going to be an interesting and tough journey. And Kev talks about that with us as well as other parts of his life. So please welcome Kev. My brother was a smoker. He used to play footy as well. And I was smoking and going away. And, and my job as a commercial diver, I used to go and stay in pubs. And every night you're getting drunk and smoking a packet of cigarettes. And, and yeah, I got pretty unfit. So I said to my brother, we both decided to do a triathlon together. And and uh, yeah, that's when I said I come in the field and he came dead last and I was, I was hooked straight away because I beat my brother. He came up to me, you know, obviously we talk about Hawaii and he wanted to go and watch it so he asked me to chaperone him because uh, I'd been there four times so I should know all the good spots and where he could go to watch and that sort of stuff and, and he'd like to see me race. And I said to him, well, I'm not going to go back there until I turn 60, mate. So, and he said, well, just can you come over and, and just show us around? I want to actually go and watch it. So I said, okay, and um, and then I, I qualified at Busso, and, and then I said to him, look, mate, if you're going to watch, it's actually better seeing the course itself. First hand, so this is why I do it. I mean, he, he actually cried. Um, it gives me goosebumps now talking yeah, about it. And um, Okay. Welcome, Kev. Hey, uh, only my second ever guest on the Pete Takeoffs podcast. I'm scared then. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone better, mate, to interview with your background and just knowing you as a, as a person as well. So welcome. Thank you. Um, I will say too, and I'm not surprised you rode your bike here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my motor transport. So, <laughs> so I remember, I remember, oh, I don't know, when, 10 years ago when I had you come up to a finance company and do a presentation. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you rocked up there on your bike, yeah. up the stairs. Did your presentation and I was amazing because I didn't expect that, but I, I was expecting it today. So yeah. it's good to see. So you don't have a car, is that what you're saying? Oh, we do have a, a family car, but my wife uses it every yeah. day for work. So you don't drive around one yeah. much, though. You sort of no. try and get around, keep keep fit and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I go, it's a bike. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it, mate. And uh, so, mate. So the, you're an interesting guy. You know, how old are you now, Kev? Do you mind saying? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like 21, but... 50s? Uh, late? Or? Yeah, in my 50s, yeah. Yeah, okay, that, that's good enough. So, in your 50s, and you, you've done how many Ironman triathlons now? Uh, as you get you 50, actually, you do start to, to lose things in your mind, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can't over, remember, I'm over 30, yeah. Over 30, exactly, yeah. I'm not too sure. And yeah. you did the Australian Ironman last year? Was that uh, what was the last one you no, did? No, 2014 is the last time I did the Australian Ironman. Okay, yeah. yeah. What, what's the last Ironman you did? Um, Cairns. Cairns. Oh, no, sorry, Busso last year. Yep, and yeah. what, uh, how'd you place in that? Uh, yeah, won my age group and qualified yep. for Hawaii. Qualified for Hawaii. And even overall, you're finishing pretty well, aren't you? Uh, yeah, sort of. It ranges from um, up, up in the top 100, top you know, 20 I've been before as yep. well. So. Wow, that's incredible, really. Yeah. Um, so so with the Ironman, mate, so what's uh, what do you think your advantage is in the Ironman? How, how do you think you've been so good at it? Is it just hard work? Is it genes? Or what do, we, what do you think? Yeah, I think I might have been lucky there as far as getting the right uh, genetics for it. Um, yep. I remember our first triathlon with my brother. You know, he used to be the, the jock at school and used to beat me in everything. And you know, he was a better athlete. 
and then we, we did our first triathlon together. Yeah, he came dead last, and I came <laughs> middle, middle of the field. So yeah. without any training, so to come middle of the field, um, yeah. my first go. Uh, what do you think was your advantage running back then? Uh, no cycling. I think cycling's okay. always been my advantage. Just yep. as a kid, when we lived up in the Riverland, uh, my yep. mate was around about twelve k's away. So. I used to have a fixie there, and we used just to ride everywhere. Okay. Uh, and yeah. I always remember having fun uh, when the Murray used to flood. Yeah. Uh, and a fixie is a, what we call Bookie Hill. It's a steep hill. Yeah. And uh, it used to bottom up. It used to be flooded, so we used to ride down there and hit the water flat out, <laughs> and let's see how much, how far we could get into the water, then yeah. turn around and ride back up the hill again. So. Okay. So you get you get some K's in your legs even back then. Yeah. So that, okay. And you are a good runner as well. There's no doubt about it. So your uh, genes for running must be pretty good as well. Yeah, I think nowadays as I'm older, running's my one of my weaker legs now, especially okay. the last few yeah. Ironman. I, compared I'm, to other guys your age, or no, no, just overall, overall compared to everybody. Time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I could knock out a three sixteen um, average for an Ironman, but now yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to get a the three thirty now. Yeah. So yeah. I am slowing down a bit in the running, unfortunately. But yeah. that, that is the thing but, that's going to happen. That's the nature of getting older yeah, as well. That's it's right. not necessarily that you're not. Uh, as a talented runner or anything like no. that. Yeah. For your age, I'm sure that time is still a very talented, exceptional time compared, yeah. to, compared to other, other people. But I guess as you get older, your advantage on the bike probably maintains more because it's not such an impact. Definitely. Impact I mean, I, my times on the bike are the same. Really? Well, not better when I first started. Wow. I've cracked some, you know, yeah. quite a few, you know, 441 on the bike. So, yeah. You know, someone what's my that, age. What's that averaging? Just uh, close to 40. Yeah. 40 k's an hour yeah. for 180 kilometres. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, lucky I've got good sponsors as well, especially the <laughs> Elvis Cervello. So that's good bikes. Uh, yeah, good yeah, bikes I'm, make I'm a difference. Sure, it's more than just the bike, though. Yeah. Kev, yeah. Well, not going to that. <laughs> so tell me, mate, what, as a as a young fellow, then you, you you talked about you played a little bit of footy. Did you did you would you consider yourself an athlete back then? Did you play much sport? Yeah, um, I obviously just played in the country football, um, in independent league. Yeah. Um, I got a few best and fairest back in them, so okay, I was yeah. I was a little rover. Yeah. Um, you know, little, 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 nu- little nugget. So yeah, got a bit of a footy. Yeah, yeah. so I was reasonably okay at footy, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. haven't didn't have the success as much as triathlon. So yeah, I was yeah. lucky. I moved to the the city and to find triathlon. Yeah. So what, what age was that when you did that? Um, I was sort of low thirties when I first started. Oh, so I was I was a late, late starter. Yeah, I was a late starter. So your yeah. first triathlon, you tell me, you didn't do until you were in your thirties. That's correct. Yeah. That is incredible, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And what made you do it? <coughs> How did you find your first triathlon? It was. Um, I think I, saw, I actually come across uh, just uh, back in them days, a little flyer. Um, my brother was a smoker. And he used to play footy as well, and yep. I was smoking and going away. And, and my job as a commercial diver I used to go and stay in pubs. And yep. every night you're getting drunk and smoking a packet of cigarettes. And, <laughs> and you know, I got pretty unfit. So I said to my brother, and both decided to do a triathlon together. And and uh, yeah, and that's when I said I, I came to the field and he came dead last. And yep. I, was, I was hooked straight away because I beat my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it must have given you a little bit of confidence to even finish halfway in the field yeah, without much training. Well, training. I was still smoking then, so yeah. both of us were still smoking. Yeah. So we, yeah, we gave up the smokes yeah. and, and made a new year's resolution to do another one, and, yeah. and we both haven't looked back since. Yeah. And do you th- do you do you think that changed your life a bit? Were you were you sort of just just sort of moving along, just doing the average, being the average sort of bloke, and then suddenly this sport came up or? Oh, it's, it's it's saved my life. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was having a good life as a in the, as a commercial diver, drinking yeah. and, and married at that stage. Yeah, so I was yeah. Ma- married. Yeah. Yeah. Young children or um, about to come? Just about to come. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and that's another incentive to give up smoking with the young yeah. kids coming along. Yeah. Lifestyle. But uh, it's definitely. I mean, I hate to see what it would be now with if I was still smoking and, and drinking like yeah. I used to as a commercial diver. Uh, you know, I don't think I'd be sitting <laughs> in this chair right now talking no. about it. So uh, you'd, you'd have a totally different look about. You know, I dare say <laughs> you probably would have driven here. <laughs> <as well. laughs> For sure. But yeah, I mean, looking at you. Now as a guy, you're open. I haven't seen you probably for seven, eight, nine years, and mm. you don't look much different to me. So, mm. 
I'd imagine if you kept up that other lifestyle and you were sitting here, you'd, you'd look a lot older, a lot different. So. Oh, I mean, I've got a few wrinkles, but that's only because my job um, out in the ocean, that's, yeah. that's, that's caused the wrinkles. But that's, <laughs> too, I, too much I, sun. <laughs> no, too much sun that's done it. But I feel, uh, I feel like a 21 year old. Yeah. And I act like a 21 year old. Yeah, it keeps well. you young. No yeah. Doubt. yeah. And lucky with my job as a lecturer at TAFE, I mean, I, I deal with younger people. So, yep. you know, it's a win win situation. I feel young, feel young. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's great. And, and I guess it's uh, it helps with your enthusiasm and your. Uh, your energy levels that it helps in a job like that that you have so so what do you do for a job Ken? yeah i'm a uh, lecturer in outdoor recreation and, and tourism at tafe yeah. so definitely um, we we do some hard walks um yeah. we carry heavy packs yeah. especially when we do our five-day walks so you know not to struggle going up the hills and, mm. and and find it you know reasonably easy and unfortunately some of these students nowadays they do struggle and they don't yeah. enjoy it as much so yeah i can still go out there and enjoy our bush walks and yep and manage those heavy packs and and still run things and, and, and yeah. just tell them still help people on the way and that's that. yeah you mentioned that to me uh, on the phone when I spoke to you something about the younger children are you finding they're not as fit are they getting are they getting less fit is that what's happening oh, oh definitely uh, one of the first things we take them to O camp uh, when we get them down at Aldinga and um, the first morning they wake up uh, yeah. we get up early and we take them for a five k um, time trial yeah we're going to uh, you know, get them up at around about five. Good, yeah, yeah. love it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, over the years, uh, I've been pushing them, and I'm just finding that the people can't run five k's now. Yeah, you know, over half of them. And we're talking about kids in yeah. the early twenties. Yeah, teens? we're talking from um, seventeen. You know, obviously we yeah. get older ones, but my average is you know seventeen to, to twenty one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, to, to see over these years, last fourteen years, that uh, so at the start more, of all that, you, are you saying they probably would have most of them would have been able to run? Yeah, there was you've noticed a definite change. Yeah, yeah there was a few that obviously yeah. couldn't run, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in I'd say general, general yeah, yeah. be at least half of them now will not be able to run five k's. And, and, and do you, you ever sort of ask them and sort of pry and sort of find out why do you think it's happening, or is it because they're just not active? It's technology, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we've got so much stimulation uh, from our screens yeah. now, so they spend more and more time in, in front of their computers yeah. playing games and stuff like that. And and as I say, it's uh, you know technology it's a is life yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a lot more exciting to play these games than yeah. than go out and go for a walk. Yeah, I mean for younger children. But no, once they we, don't know any different. Like no, this, do they? once yeah. we get them out there and they start to appreciate um, the outdoors and, yep. and what we've got to offer, you know, they do change, and it's good in our job to see the change yeah. in students as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that would be very rewarding, no doubt, yeah. what you do, and, and can have an impact on them and try and get them into that sort of mode. And, and obviously, you're a great role model for it as well. You can say, look at my yeah. age. Yeah. Uh, I'm fitter than you, you know, in, in some ways, and I can enjoy life and do all these things. Oh, well, there's nothing that gives me more pleasure now when I go up to Cairns because um, a lot of the students, yeah. um, when we teach scuba diving, um, they become instructors up in Cairns. And um, when I go up and do the Ironman now, and there's uh, ex students actually doing the Ironman and yeah. I well, catch up with yeah. them. So, you know, to see them to do the Ironman because of what I did yes. and uh, yeah. to follow my footsteps yeah. and to catch up, it's, it's, a, it's a good buzz. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's not many people your age, my age, our age, uh, and, and in other jobs that can have that influence on younger people these days, you know. I don't know about you, but my own children, I, they're probably the two I have the most influence on, and I'm very, very hot on them about how much time they spend on their phones and in front of the computer and playstations and these types of things, and I really push the fitness message to them. Uh, you have two children? Yep. Yep. And are they into sport, or have you had influence upon them? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. My um, both my kids did triathlons at an early stage. Yep. Um, I didn't want to push them into it, and um, obviously they had fun when they're younger. But found um, team sports. Both played soccer, which mm -hmm. I was really happy with because yep. I think uh, triathlons are very selfish sport, and I wanted them to have that team environment. Because I yep. remember my, some of my better times was as a football player, yep. and in that team environment. So I was glad they they went into soccer. Yep. 
and then my son um, got into SASE and into track cycling. Oh wow! And he did very, very well there. But unfortunately, they cut the funding uh, just when he's reaching his prime and, and yep. closed that, that section down. So, yeah, you know, he, he got a bit to sort of pissed off. Yeah, to say, <laughs> to say yeah. that. But uh, how old is he now? He's twenty three. Yep. But uh, he's he's into you know because he's a bit uh, small like me, and yep. Uh, yep. so he's into weights now, and he's he's, okay, he's yep. quite a. a Bodybuilding or body, yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah, right? but not competing, but just for fitness and that sort of yes. stuff. Yep. And, you know, he's just finished his degree in exercise physiology, so he well, knows so about... so he's a strong it. fitness... Uh, yeah, so hopefully he can help me in the future too. So yeah, that, uh, oh, that's, my, that's good though that he's in there. And yeah. you have a daughter? Yeah, daughter. And yeah, same thing. She played um, team soccer, did triathlons yep. for a while, and um, uni obviously um, played uni soccer, but yep. uh, now she's got a job as a friend. She did forensic science, but as a chemist out at AGL, so right. yep. that takes up a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. she's not actually doing any sport at the moment. So. Yep. And she's the younger of the two? She's the oldest. Yeah. Oh, she's the oldest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And family life, mate. I'm going to ask you, we all know Ironman is such a time-committing sport. Uh, you're so devoted to it. You've, you've lived your whole life around that sport. How, have you, how do you fit that in with work and family and everything else? How, what, what, is there a secret to it, do you believe, or is it just consistency? How, does, how, does, how do you do it? Yeah, well, I was lucky, obviously, um, when the kids were younger and, and when they needed a, you know, for, that, to, for sport and, and yep. to be around and to play with and stuff like that. I was only doing the shorter distance triathlons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I didn't train that much. Yep. And when I started doing Ironman, obviously the kids, they had their own um, yep. stuff that they were doing. They didn't need their dad around anymore. So that yep. worked out really well. But what about the little things like being tired and, and they're saying, Dad, I need this. And, you know, I know as a father, I've, I, I find it tough. I find it when I'm injured or tired or sore, yeah. you know, of staying placid and staying <laughs> relaxed and, and still giving them a little bit of happiness, you know, from me rather than the, the grumpiness all the time. Do you yeah. just do that naturally? Are you a pretty placid sort of guy, pretty relaxed generally? Or uh, uh, how do you deal with all that? I mean, obviously, you're going to have the ups and downs. You know, yeah. there are times when you're in that um, heavy training load that you do get tired and mm-hmm. obviously you want to go to bed early and uh, yeah. you know that uh, your social life does you know sort of suffer mm-hmm. um, you know you, you want to come home early and so you get to bed to get up the next day but uh, uh, you know overall I'm lucky I don't need you know your eight hours sleep I can survive on five to six hours now so yeah. that's all I need to, to function yeah. properly and uh, so that's that's handy so I always get up around four to four thirty every morning and, mm-hmm. and do a lot of my training you know before work so it doesn't have that impact so you'd head out the door most a lot of days at four or four thirty. Yep. You'd actually be on the bike or out yep. whatever. Yeah, about four thirty is the most time I'm out yep. on the bike. And what what time would you go to bed? Do you think normally? Um, yeah, it, it ranges from about uh, nine thirty to ten thirty. Yeah, so and you get to sleep pretty quick. I'd imagine if you're tired. Yes, yeah, so I don't have to need any medication. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that a testament to the lifestyle too? Though, yeah, that you're tired enough that you get straight to sleep, and and then yeah. you're up. Yeah, you're up early and and can come out and, and makes use of the the hours really early in the day when most people are asleep that's right the amount of people that uh, spend medication so they can go to sleep and relax and that yeah. sort of stuff um, and our lifestyle yeah. you just don't need that um. and I think to a lot of workers think well get up early and I'll train but they don't they're not disciplined enough or uh, structured enough that they get to bed early mm. and I've probably fallen into that trap over the years where I've tried to burn it at both ends and get to bed at 10, 30, 11 and you just can't cut it for too long doing that so yeah. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head too with getting to bed at a good time getting your six hours 
yeah. and then getting up early you know oh, it seems like that's what you do and it's a routine i mean yeah. once you're in that routine makes things a lot yeah. easier yeah. and it's just getting to that routine and, yeah. you know obviously i've been doing it for 25 years now so yeah. not iron man but uh, all that training and but probably a similar routine even in the, yeah. in the other training yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. and there's something that obviously if you you enjoy it's a lot easier as well and, yeah. and uh, as you were saying before there's nothing better than first thing in the morning to be up in the hills on your bike yeah, or yeah. up trial running and when you know people stood in bed and they're missing the best part of the day you yeah, know? yeah. And sitting home at tv at late at night that's not uh, no that's not life it's wasted uh, time yeah. too is it? what do you love the most about it kit uh, as i was just saying yeah that those early mornings yeah. uh, on a beautiful adelaide morning uh, being up in the hills and seeing the sun come up yeah. um, the mateships that you, yeah. you so form the friends with a lot of other people don't yeah, you, the, 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 Lakers, yeah the west lakes yeah. triathlon club you know Obviously, you have to do some training on my own, but yep. I prefer to train as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you, you pick out people that are better than you to, to push you as well, but yep. but also to have that time to recover. So, yeah, and, and the friendships that you make, mm-hmm. um, not just here in Adelaide, but around the world, yeah. with similar interests, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing group of people. And yep. you surround yourself with people with positive attitude. It's you know, it's, it's a real buzz. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, once again, that's a lifestyle thing, isn't it? Yeah. You, you choose to surround yourself with those types of people. Uh, and they push you mm-hmm. and you push them, no doubt. So... Mm-hmm. It's all related, I guess. Now, also, Kev, you, you had your iron for five. Uh, was it iron for five yeah, last I, year? Um, iron five fifty five. That was um, yeah. two thousand fourteen. Oh, was that? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Been, now, yeah. that was uh, something that what, you wanted to sort of push yourself a bit harder and, and raise some money. Yeah. What, how did that come about? I, th- I think after you know, always you try and set new goals, um, and you know, I was struggling to find. New challenges. You've pretty much uh, done everything up until that point. So yeah, I was, I've been lucky and <laughs> been successful. So yeah, um, yeah um, I dedicated that to both my mum and dad. Mum yeah. lost her life for, for cancer on February the fifth, um, a few of years back. No, no, no not that year. Yeah. A couple of years back, but mm-hmm. uh, and my dad drowned at fifty-five trying to save a mate. Oh, wow. and how long ago was that? Um, that was now nearly twenty odd years ago. Okay, yeah, and. Um, you know, and when he lost his life at 55, I thought, yeah, yeah, he, he, he had a good life. Yeah. And on 2014, um, uh, I turned 55. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, geez, I'm only young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot more to live. And so it just worked out that the, the first Ironman um, out of the Iron 5 at 55 was actually Melbourne. Yeah. And that was on my 50 f- first, 55th birthday as oh, well. Okay. <laughs> so it was a pretty yeah. emotional day. So yeah. my ambition to honour my mum was to do the five Ironman. Yeah. Um, Day she lost her life, mm-hmm. and to honour my dad to raise fifty five thousand for Cancer Council SA, okay. and uh, obviously I, I designed my own website where people yep. could uh, buy a second save a life, and I was lucky with my sponsors. I got nearly thirty thousand dollars worth of sponsors. So for the swim, yep. they won an extra wetsuit. Yep. Uh, for the bike, I had um, signed jersey from one of the two D under teams, and mm-hmm. you know for the run, uh, swim to our watches and. Yep. So it's not just asking people for money; they could actually try and guess my times for the both, yep. the, you know, the swim, um, bike, run, and overall time, and mm-hmm. an opportunity to win those yep. um, prizes from my sponsors. So, and you and did five Ironman, yeah, in that year, and not just to do them um, to gain interest. I set that uh, task of um, winning all five in your age group, in my age group, and setting course records uh, <laughs> on everyone as well. Did you do that? Uh, I set four course records, uh, obviously, and I won five. But Hawaii uh, dished out uh, one of Hawaii days. It was a, a pretty bad day. It was hot, uh, windy. hot, windy, hotter and windier than usual. Yeah, no records were broken on that day, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, d- I didn't. You break. still won your age group. I still so won my age group. Yeah. I won the That's five, amazing. and you got four course records. So, yeah. uh, but it, it, it got people, you know, yeah. watching and interest, and, yeah. and then tried obviously go on my website and, and purchase money. Yeah. 
And did you enjoy that process of doing that? Something different I, like that? It was it was full on. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise the fundraising side of it was going to be so so involved. taxing, and yeah. and obviously not making my goal at each race is the amount of money I needed to make yeah. and trying to push it all the time to get people to yeah. buy on there. As and well as doing all your training. And, and the training, yeah, and, and the recovery uh, yeah. in between. I think the one of my closest was three weeks uh, yeah. between the two. Shit. Yeah. So and not just because I was trying to win and set course records, yeah. you know, I was putting everything on the line every yeah. race. So yeah. You're accountable. It's not just yeah. head rock up to a, a thing and, and the pressure. And win it, but it's yeah. the time and it's you yeah. Know, yeah, people relying on you and yeah. expectations. And, and we seem to get the, the worst conditions just yeah. about at every race as well. And Cairns was a shocker. It was our coldest day on record. Yeah. It was wet, windy, and yeah. and I struggled a bit because of Port Macquarie. I pushed really hard. I got a really good time there. Yeah. So what does is, what is the guy like you think about in Cairns? When you get those conditions, you've got something to prove. How do you think? Do you think, okay, well, I just got to put my head down, and do the best I can, or do you stay positive? What, what's your secret to that? Do you think? I mean, it's a big day. I mean, you you have your ups and downs, and I don't think anyone would have a, a perfect day. There's always something going mm. wrong. There's always going to be times when you have self doubt. This is my first time that I actually thought, well, when this is it, I'm going to pull out. You know? well, yeah. Oh yeah, I was okay. not going to finish because but of injury or you were just fatigue. Yeah. Um, the day so I got so yeah. cold, even um, yeah. when I was running, I got off the bike, absolutely freezing, and I just didn't seem to warm up. And because yeah. I wasn't running as fast. Um, and I was suffering mm. and, you know I just got to the stage where I thought oh, yeah. no I just can't do this but then that's when you you call on the, the demons and mm. see what my mum went through with cancer it's a pretty horrible yeah. way that she went and, and thought and so you actually tell yourself stuff like that while you're yeah. running you actually think yeah. about yeah. Okay, yeah. and and then and just think, well, you know, it, it, you know you're going to suffer now. You yeah. know you're going to get through and you're going to get a, a good part. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have too many good parts on the run, but I did mm. feel good at some times and then yeah. found it really shocking. So just wait for that to come. Yeah, and yeah. saying, you know, and you know the finish line's going to come. You know, yeah. if you just keep pushing along yeah. and then you get the finish line, it's not that, that bad after yeah. all. So yeah. Yeah. it's a real mind game more that it's not the... F- fitness anymore it's yeah. it's a mental game that you've yeah. got to overcome like uh, when you're suffering positive yeah, yeah. and just yeah. and just keep going i mean yeah. uh, that finish line does come you never think it's going to yeah. be but it, yeah. it does come up and so when was, you're that, was that the hardest of the five that, that definitely was the hardest yeah, I mean, hawaii? yeah hawaii's <laughs> it's a tough day but uh um that was a day that i was going to pull out yeah yeah and, and just yeah. suffer so much because of the cold yeah, yeah. Wow, it's an interesting moment. Is it even someone like you go through that sort of thing, and yeah. then I guess that's Iron Man. Yeah. Um, now, mate, so your next well, new challenge now um, is you're looking to do Hawaii again, yep. um, which you've qualified for probably easily, I'd imagine. Oh, it's never easy, but <laughs> I qualified, um, yes. And now you, you've decided you're going to tell, tell us about Sid and tell us about your relationship with him and, and, and what you're doing now. Yeah, I've known Sid you know, from my early days when I first started uh, racing. Uh, he's in the same age group. We're very close, only um, you know, a couple of months separated us in age. So uh, in the early days, we, we raced together, and then Sid unfortunately had a, a bad accident. We became a quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 23 years ago now. And, um, you know, Sid looked after me over the years. I, I raced Victor Harbour just about uh, every year, and uh, yeah, I'm sort of like I call it a life member now. He, I yeah. don't. You know, when I come down, I can race for free. Victor Harbour's our Olympic distance race. Yeah. At 1.5, 40 and 10. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I've never won that race. I've come second around about six or seven times, I think. So I always wanted to win it. You're saying win overall. Yeah. 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 My mum, <laughs> um, obviously, I was born at Victor Harbour. Um, yeah. My parents lived at, uh, down at Gore for a long time. My dad was superintendent of the Gore Barrage. So, you know, every time we go to Victor, it's like my hometown. Yeah. So I so always wanted to win that. Win it, yeah. And it's never happened, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, how, how close if you can't? What's the... Uh, close. Yeah. <laughs> Very close, yeah. yeah. So, but, Mind uh, you, 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 we're saying you're competing against 20-year-olds yeah. as well. 
yeah. yeah it's so a hilly course, tough, tough course. It, it suited me because of the bikes, a yeah. tough, tough bike. So, so, so Sid's organised that race since inception. Did he start? Yeah, he, he was organised it before his accident, um, yeah. and then he had the accident. So, obviously, yeah. a, a year of rehab and spending in hospital, and then yeah. the following year, he said, "No, nah, I'm going to get, make this happen." Yeah. So he called on Malcolm Robertson, that was a, a race director here in Adelaide, and together they put it together, and uh, he's been in charge of it for ever since. Which, which is a quadruple in itself, isn't it? Yeah. So is it, he's a quadriplegic? Yeah, yeah, the C3 quadriplegic, so he's just got the head movement, and yeah. he uses uh, his neck muscles and that to uh, operate his mouse yeah. stick from a computer, and yeah. he can use a mobile um, chair, mm-hmm. motorised chair, just with the, his neck, and he can just lift his elbow up, and he's got a little yeah. uh, finger on that that he can operate the chair okay. with. So yeah, and um, he came up to me. You know, obviously, we talk about Hawaii, and he wanted to go and watch it. So he asked me to chaperone him because uh, I'd been yeah. there four times, so I should know all the good spots and yeah. where he could go to watch and that sort of stuff. And and he'd like to see me race. And I said to him, "Well, I'm not going to go back there until I turn 60, mate." So <laughs> and he said, "Well, just can you can come over and, and just yeah. show us around? I want to actually go and watch it." Yeah. So I said okay, and um, and then I, I qualified at Busso, and yeah. and then I said to him, look, mate, if you're going to watch, it's actually better seeing the course itself. First hand, <laughs> first hand. So if yeah, you get, he to that. It must have been mate, an amazing uh, moment to see his face change. Um, and this is why I do it. I mean, he he actually cried. Yeah. Um, it gives me goosebumps now talking yeah, about I'm it. Saying, and, yeah. Um, yeah. He was just overwhelmed uh, yeah. because I said I had agreed to uh, chaperone him, but uh, well, when I think, I'm just thinking, mate. I'm, I'm going to look like me saying so I'm going to watch AFL Grand Final someone says come stand in the middle of the group <laughs> yeah, you're actually involved in it yes um, and it's the best way to witness Hawaii yeah. is actually to yeah. go out and do it yeah. and, and that was his dream um, he actually had the entry form uh, for Port Macquarie yeah. uh, sorry for Foster back then um, yeah. on his table to, to yeah. fill out to, to that race um, when he had his accident so He'd already done a few half Ironmans, and Hawaii was so his dream. A, a keen athlete. Oh, he really, was a, he yeah, was a good, good athlete. Triathlete, he yeah. was a good triathlete. Yes, yeah. back in them days. So, yeah. you know, he definitely would have made Hawaii. Yeah. Um, so yeah. his his dream's going to hopefully be fulfilled now. Wow. Uh, in a different way, but yeah. you still get to go around the that yeah. Hawaii Ironman course, in which so you be. so you are going to get a point behind you in a raft. Uh, in and a he's seventy kilos roughly at the moment. You were saying? Yeah, just over seventy. Yeah. You're going to point him in a raft, and you're going to you're going to uh, a chair for the bike as well. Yep. And that's going to snap off, and you're going to push him on the run for 42 kilometres in wind and heat. Yeah, <laughs> I think the uh, run actually, I don't know yet because yeah. I haven't tried it, but I reckon it's actually going to be easier than the rest of it. The kayak, simpler, I guess. The time with the kayak's not too bad. I've yeah. had a few practice runs with the kayak. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, my time there last year was 21 minutes for the swim. Yeah. And we had a swim last week. and... Uh, Towing it around the 1.5 course, and I did it in 24:40. So yeah, okay. I was pretty happy with that. We didn't yeah. lose too much time, and I didn't really feel too much resistance towing him. Yeah. But the bike's going to definitely, which lucky is my strongest leg, is going to yeah. be the toughest um, because yeah. the chair itself is another 10 kilos with Sid. Yeah. That's uh, towing 90 kilos. You haven't had to turn practice that yet. Is that no, this chair's still being built, so I had to get a custom milk ch- um, yeah. chair. So we hope to get that in about three weeks' time. Yeah. And we're actually going to do Sid's own race because he never actually got to do that as well because right. he designed that uh, Victor Harbour course so yeah. he could race it yeah he wanted he wanted a new race down there yeah. uh, and a safe race yeah. and when uh, they built a counter lakes he, he jumped at that opportunity yeah. and unfortunately yeah. he never got a chance to race his own race so yeah. that's our first race is actually doing his own race so is that in March this year? yes March yeah. the 12th so really looking forward and he's he's stoked to actually get oh, a chance I to do it's incredible mate, that he's yeah. going to finally do the race that he organizes that alone yeah let alone the fact he can perhaps yeah. go to Hawaii and, and come across that line Hawaii which 
many of us don't even get to experience. So yeah, and to get a finishers medal, you know, yeah, to get that and to do it together, yeah. the mateship of that, I think, is quite yeah. amazing. Really, since you've known him so long, the history you two have, I think, it is yeah. quite an incredible story. And and then already the you know our, our friendship's grown, yeah, a lot stronger. Um, Training together, and, yeah, yeah, and, um, and to see a different side of him as well has it's been amazing what, to see him change. What's seen of him now? What's just the, the more. Uh, he just he's come to life yeah. he really has I mean being a quad for 23 years you can just yeah. imagine uh, yeah. things you, you take as you said before with the injury you, you take yeah. for granted yeah. a lot of people don't know the life of a quad and I mean yeah. some of the things I didn't know I mean I knew a few things but the more and more time you spend with him and how he's got to overcome little, uh, thing. little things that we take yeah. for granted it's, yeah. it's amazing and just the logistics planning this I just thought wow yeah. this is yeah. there's a lot more than I thought so it's, it's given me a, a new direction as well and yeah you know, it's 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 full on both ways, the training and the logistics side of it. And yeah. But I mean, the rewards, as you say, when you see somebody break down and cry, and mm. um, to see how he's changed, um, yeah. that's why I do those things. Yeah. It's fantastic. That, I'm getting emotional now just yeah, talking well, about well, it. That, we sort of go on, we just sort of work, and we do our own. It's pretty. It's not easy, but you get in your own world, you your own training, your own goals. Yeah. This is put. This is really putting on the line, you know, because you're. You've got to do something that he's relying on. Someone else is relying on you, and it's real life stuff. This is mm-hmm. this is the biggest thing in his life, probably ever, really, and isn't it? You know, like, and yeah, and a lot of people don't realise that the the fear that he's got to overcome as well. Yeah. Being a, a quadriplegic, obviously, well, before he's a good swimmer, no, yeah, he's he, he on a life jacket, and, and he's actually you know really scared of water. He's shit scared of water, yeah. and um, obviously because he can't move once he hit the water. But and we're not just talking about the race; we're talking about all the training sessions where he yeah. can just fall in or yeah, yeah. all those hard yards. So he's he's now having to learn how to do other types of hard yards, isn't it? You that's know, right, and, and sports and overcome the fears. And obviously, yeah. that's where I come in with the reassuring, and that's lucky with my background, obviously yeah. with um, teaching outdoor recreation and kayaking and that sort of stuff, and yeah. reassuring him that uh, the the PFD, the, the life jacket that we got, um, you know, if he falls on over, it, it self inflates and. Yeah. It would turn him up the right way if he's face down and that sort of stuff. So, it's, you know, it just scared me just thinking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, imagine what he must be. He must be going through. That's right. I mean, if you're falling, I guess you, you, I guess you will practice that. Maybe will you? Yeah, it's, we've already had um, yeah. a couple of practice swims, and yeah. um, we've swam his course now, which is yeah. that was a big step. The first swim was just going along the bank and having yeah. his son Thomas so build up slowly. Yeah, yeah. and we're lucky because um, you know Thomas, his son, he actually yeah. he was born. Um, just two days before he, his accident as well. How old's Thomas now? He's, yeah, he's 23 as well. 23. So um, having his son, his son's going to come to Hawaii as well. Yeah. They're, they're very close. So yeah. that helps as far as the reassuring yeah. and having him there as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's a real family experience and mm. it's something that uh, Sid has always wanted to do and, and yeah. never thought it's, it's going to happen. But yeah. it's, that's the Iron Man mantra. You know, yeah. Anything is possible. And yeah. Yeah. You know, hopefully th- this will be possible. And yeah. It's going to be hard. I know that. I mean, there was a, a woman that took a, uh, a cerebral palsy girl around uh, yeah. last year, and she didn't make the bike cutoff time. And she was a very fit um, ex-pro yeah. athlete as well. So, yeah. so it won't be easy. This is uh, she. So this uh, is the only time a fully grown male has been. Uh, this is. T- I've looked, and I, I don't think anyone's yeah. uh, a quad has ever been taken around the Ironman course wow. before. So this wow. would be a first year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A brave man to, to start, but I. I, I when I saw it, I wasn't surprised. When I saw, you know, that Kev Ferguson was doing so I thought, unbelievable story. Mm. But uh, it certainly wasn't a surprise if anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah, you, well. Not just you, but you and Sid, I think, you know, Sid obviously has a lot of 
And I've seen that and said, I've met Sid before, yeah. and you can see the determination and the willpower that a guy like Sid has as well, which is quite amazing in itself. Oh, that's right. But if anyone to, to run a, an event, a major event, yes. one of our best, and, and he's won many awards for it as well, yeah. um, with his disability, uh, you know, you've got to take his hat off to it. Yeah. And, people and it's don't a great event. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people actually don't realise when they send in their entry forms and they email him and you know, yeah. email him silly questions and that, you yeah. know, how hard it is for him to answer and how long it takes for him to answer. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. People just don't realise that. Yeah. So, and almost that's a testament of how well he runs that event too. Yeah, you, you, no one would even know that he Sid runs that event. Probably a lot of people they just no. see a really well run event. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, that's a testament. But I, what I'm saying, yeah, you two together, I think it's going to be a pretty <laughs> pretty awesome team. So, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's extremely exciting, mate. So, um, you're hoping that the organisers that you've put an application in, haven't you, for that? And well, it hasn't been signed off just just yet. No, the applications were supposed to come out. Um, by January, yep. I'm still waiting. Um, yep. They haven't come out yet. Once we put the application in, it goes to their media, and yep. it's all about a story. So yep. the more publicity here we get in South Australia, yep. it, you know, it's better for us because yep. uh, you know if Adelaide can see a story in it, then hopefully Hawaii can see a story in it as well. Yep. And they pick out five people that uh, in that um, open division with mm-hmm. a disability, and there's usually somebody that's um, you know obviously blind, yep. uh, someone that's deaf, yep. uh, someone that's uh, I mean um, can't push himself around. Yep. Uh, like a cerebral palsy person, that sort of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and it depends on the story, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, well, I, I truly can't think of any more inspiring or tough story than a fully grown man, seventy kilos, quadriplegic, <laughs> uh, and a you know a, a smaller athlete in, in that trying to push him around, and, and mm-hmm. someone like yourself who's who's done it before, um, uh, one year age group. You know what better person to have taking someone like that around? Well, I mean, that's it. I have qualified, and um, you know it's different, but. Uh, yeah, I'll be fighting if they knock back our application. I'll yeah. be fighting to still do it because I have qualified to do Hawaii, and um, yeah. well, you know, let me just do it with somebody, yeah. a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, I'm I'm, I'm I've confident. Got no, I've got no doubt, mate. If, yeah. if, this, if they don't approve this one, I've got no doubt you guys yeah. will get there eventually. You know no, we, I mean? We've got a plan that we are going to get approval yeah. and and go for it because the logistics side of it is huge. Yeah. And I just imagine just the airfares yeah. to take somebody over there. A, a does room. he have a carer? Does he have some? We have to take four carers. So yeah. how many it's going to take? In, in normal life, does he have? A yes, carer? he has. He has carers that come in all the time. Yeah. obviously. Yeah. So you, you will you play part of that role as well in getting to Hawaii, um, or, or you? You'll have to focus on all the other logistics around organising. We, we're taking four carers with us. Yep. So that's why we've got that fundraising, the GoFundMe page for to people to, to help. And that's going to help pay for the fundraising. So how do people get there? So that's a website, is it? GoFundMe? Yeah, it's GoFundMe yep. is a, a website that a lot of people yep. just use. And um, we've got Kevin, um, Sid's and Kevin's Iron Wheel yep. is what so it's called. So that's what they would look for, Sid and Kevin or yeah. Kevin oh, Ferguson? Yeah, or yeah just, uh, yeah, it's um, Sid and Kevin's yep. Iron Wheel. And, yep. um so that's that's out on Facebook and everything like that, and yep. on Sid's website. So you know we've yep. we've had it out for just over sixty days, no, just over a month now, yep. um, and we've uh, we've raised seven thousand so oh, far. Jesus. So I mean, how, just much you, a, how much do you need? Do you know? Well, um, to, for the pay for the flights and accommodation for the carers and for Sid yep. um, and the equipment, yep. uh, fifty thousand. So yep. we're trying to raise twenty thousand on the GoFundMe page, yep. and that's Plus to pay that's to pay for the equipment and, and stuff, yep. and and um, for the doctor. Mm-hmm. And Sid's with his race. He's going to hopefully get you know, a good turnout. We're looking yep. for record numbers this year, and yep. and any profit there is going to help pay for flights and that for his his yep. carers as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, we put a target of twenty thousand on the GoFundMe page. I mean, the wheelchair mm-hmm. itself is um, eight and a half grand wow. uh, just for the wheelchair. Yep. So, and the other equipment that's needed. I mean, it's probably the probably for us we can relate to those costs because bikes and everything else <laughs> triathlon's yeah. one of those sports isn't it the, it, it the is equipment is expensive so. yeah I mean Ironman is an expensive uh, yeah. sport unfortunately but yeah. 
so is medicine. So yeah, but <laughs> it sounds like you get there. You got plenty, plenty of time. So yeah. uh, it sounds like you get across the line. Yeah. Um, that's uh, look, incredible, mate. That's an incredible story. That's an incredible thing you're doing as a person. Uh, you know, and I'm, like I said before, I'm not surprised. Um, I've dealt with you for a number of years and expect no less. Um, let's moving on from that, Kev. Wh- where do you? What's your future, mate? What's your? What your goals for the sport, or your goals in 10, 20 years' time? Do you do you want to keep doing Ironman until you physically can't do it? What, what what's Kevin Ferguson think about when he when he's out there these days in terms of long term? Yeah, I mean, it, it is my lifestyle now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's you love it. You must yeah, love Ironman. I've got a passion for it. Yeah. I, I really have it. Um, you don't have the Ironman to do though, do you? No, it's, um, yeah, <laughs> I've been close. Um, <laughs> have you really? But you know, I I'm, I don't call myself. I don't know if it's not a show pony. I just yeah. I, I do it, yeah. and I don't have to prove to anybody that I've, I've done it. Yeah. But you know, I can see why people do the Ironman because it's something once you've achieved a, an Ironman for the first time, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, it's definitely. it's one of the best experiences that you can witness, yeah. apart from obviously your birth of your child and yeah. that. But it's up there with one of the, the yeah, goosebumps yeah. feeling yeah. to cross that line when you've put so much training into it, mm-hmm. and you know crossing that uh, red carpet to that finish line is, is yeah. an amazing experience. And that's why you know a lot of people keep doing it. They won't just do one; they'll yeah. do. More uh, and more, they want that feeling again. Yeah, so, so do you want to keep doing it to your 90? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's one thing about this sport. You can keep doing it. There's, you know, 80 plus year old people out there doing yeah. Ironman now. So, you know, I can see myself, you know. Yeah, still doing it. Still winning your age group. Uh, Is that what would motivate you, though? You want to keep winning your age group? I'm lucky. I mean, I do get uh, tangible rewards. Um, yeah. I've got good sponsors. So yeah. that's obviously gives me more motivation. Um, but I've still got the enjoyment. Um, but I get rewarded for my enjoyment by actually, you know, as you yeah. say, winning. So, so would you say the number one is that you just enjoy, you just want to keep enjoying it's you know, enjoyment? Really it's enjoyment. It's not. It's not the winning. Yeah. Um, it's not those tangible rewards. It's actually the enjoyment. It's the enjoyment in the training. That yeah. it's it's the journey leading up to the race. Uh, the excitement yeah. with other people. The excitement with the first timers. Mm. It's amazing. Unfortunately, I mean, obviously cutting costs. They don't have that big tent. Yeah. Where everybody comes in there and the, the first time I stand up because I always remember that. Oh, they don't do that anymore. No, unfortunately, they don't. Why don't they cut that? No, they just have a briefing that you can just have a rolling video that you go to. So there's no, oh, yeah. there's no that. That pastor party. That's that, a shame. Yeah, it? it's a big shame that because was a, because look at me, me looking back five years ago, that was yeah. one of the highlights for me of the yeah. of the Ironman. Yeah, that's a shame. But when we go, you've got the big finishes, haven't you? With yeah, Michael yeah. Riley's he the guy. That's yeah, Michael Riley's still yeah. calling. That um, Pete Murray's must be going to take over him in the future. But yeah, you know, that's another thing that everybody you know wants to hear the, the voice of Ironman. Mike yeah. Riley call out you when you cross the line. Yeah. That, uh, so you, you know, still love that? You still love that? Well, yeah, even yeah. though you're winning your age group, you, you've done it thirty times. You still love Kevin Vickers and you're an Ironman. Yeah, I mean, as yeah. I say, even now uh, when I come close to that finish line and, and yeah. you can hear it, and then they can hear your name getting called that you're coming yeah. around across the finish line, it's it still gives you goosebumps. I mean, yeah. even after thirty odd times, and yeah. I think if you lose that um, that passion and enjoyment. Yeah. Like I did at Cairns that day. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to actually but I bet be that there. Finish felt pretty but good. the finish that actually <laughs> achieve it, yeah. it was still amazing. So yeah. yeah. I mean if I wake up one day and just think of why am I doing this and then obviously I have to find yeah. something else. But at this stage I still enjoy waking up at four in the morning yeah. and, and going out training. And, yeah. and with a grub you know, a great group of people that, as I said before, very positive yeah. um in life. So yeah. you know, life's yeah, good. It's only short. Yeah, it is and that's it. Yeah, I mean with the, the things we've talked about with illness and Sid's accident, you you, you don't know much around the corner, really, do you? So it's correct. You almost treat each Ironman like, wow, just that feeling's yeah. great. But who yeah. knows what's around the corner? Knee injury like mine. You know, yeah. That's what's made me realise definitely that yeah. I want that feeling again. You know, training that young fella that I'm training at the moment, just he wants it. 
Yeah. You know, so things like that, I think, you know, sort of keep us going too, don't they? Yeah, no, say we might get tired, but uh, generally we, you know, you feel good. And, yeah. um, and I see some of my mates I went to school with now and, and what shape they're in. And I think, well, yeah. you know, I could be like that. And yeah. the amount of medication they take. And, yeah. you know, it's, it, it is a, a great lifestyle. And, yeah. and we see some amazing places around the world when we compete as well and, yeah. and make some amazing friends. So I can't see myself stopping because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. And I will be there when I'm. 85 yeah. lining up there Iron Man saying is this silly old bugger <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised at all mate if that happens what's your what's your favourite race um, in Australia it has to be Cairns well, anywhere the whole um, be. A, it's a really horrible race yeah, okay, uh, it's, yeah. it's not picturesque it's yeah. uh, it's one of the toughest races I mean all you see out there on the bike is just black lava fields yeah. um, obviously in the morning you've got a headwind because of the you know the lava's mm. cold and then when you come back the lava heats up so you've got a headwind coming back it yeah. actually changes there's no shade. Um, there's only a little bit around the town that's quite picturesque. The rest yep. of it's just boring and, and yep. horrible. But it is okay. the World Ironman Championships, yep. and it's one of the toughest races. So if you finish that, um, yeah. you've achieved the it's big the, thing just getting there. It's I mean, the thing of doing it, telling people. Yeah, well, people um, been trying for years, and luckily now Ironman have got this thing in. If you've done 12 Ironman, yep. uh, and then you've got a chance of going into a draw mm-hmm. to actually compete Hawaii. Because well, some people never good, make it. I the whole, whole lifestyle, thing. they try yeah. to get there, and they never make it. So I think that's a really good thing. That's yeah. a good incentive, yeah. yeah so Everyone wins in that. Yeah, because yeah. it is. To, to witness something that's yeah. the holy grail of our sport and to actually do it and, and yeah. like Sid wanted to do yeah. is an amazing feeling. So just what I think about what so Sid, what what does he say? What does he think about? What 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 sort of things does he tell you <laughs> when you're training? Does he say things like, Kev, I'm gonna get that tattoo and I'm gonna put a big one on my <laughs> back or what, what does he say? Well he's he's bad he's got bad jokes. He's, he's, he, he's very very smart and Sid. He's a, yeah. and he's very quick. Um, yeah. but he tells bad jokes. So <laughs> I've been warned to take earmuffs on on the bike so I don't have to <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> What uh, sort of things has he been saying to you during some of the sessions? Can you remember, didn't it come to mind at all? Like, uh, uh, come on, Kev, uh, I thought you were quicker than that. Or oh, uh, when we cross the line, we're going to go get drunk. Or what's he? You know, yeah, well, he's already gone. He's got a case lined up for him because I've told him he can't drink until <laughs> after Hawaii, so it's so he can oh, help really? lose lose weight because yeah. you know obviously it's hard for him. Yeah, you know we can exercise to lose weight. Um, he can't exercise, so it's yeah. just about his diet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just he made a comment this morning. Um, there's a video out we've done for our last swim, and he's making a smart comment that I only beat him by a second. <laughs> and we hit the shore, <laughs> and it's on video. So, <laughs> you know, it's still, we're still competing, even yeah. though he's, he's on tone around. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's very witty. And yeah. look, he's enjoying it. He's He entered um, us in the Brighton Classic next weekend. Yeah. Um, That's the 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. Well, I am now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't yeah. know I was going to do the uh, Ganel sprint but uh, yep. this is more important is so spin on the Saturday yes that's on the Sunday as well oh, so okay. um, yep. but we've got a round band coming in now so the yep. pat won't be too good after all yep. but yeah no that was um, I'm glad that he has got a passion um, yep. he's looking at the Murray Bridge Sufferfest as well so Isn't that amazing now he this guy in his life is looking at events and saying, yeah oh, he's contacting that. I find that amazing. And yeah. because he's a race director as well, he's contacting yeah. the other race directors and saying, look, hey, you know, do you, do you mind having a quad come around? Yeah. I've got this mate that's going to turn me around. So yeah. before you know it, I'll be doing bloody races left, right and centre. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's great. I mean, yeah. I don't mind this year and, and leading up to why it's, it's it's Sid now. Yeah. My my dream is to fulfil his dream and, yeah. and his passion. So, yeah. And to see, as I said before, to see him change and... Yeah. It's 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 a good. Exp- I've already got enough out of it already, so everything wow. can be a bonus from now. It's you know, just to just to see what's happened, and yep. yeah, it's been great. And I ride down to Victor Hub every time I do a training session, and, and ride back home and again. <laughs> okay. And so that's uh, that's an incentive. So the yep. more he wants me to come down and train, that's so the, the stronger. We're talking about a ninety-kilometer ride. You ride it's, eighty to ninety kilometers to Victor Harbour. Every time I do it, it's two hundred twenty k's. 
there and back. So, how many times a week would you do that? Um, I've only done it once a week. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you ride there, then do a swim, or yeah, so far it's been a swim. Uh, yeah. We had a, a advertiser down there, and we did a bit of a run with a, another chair, but I broke that yeah. a running chair. So that's that's where we decided to go out for the, the good quality equipment because yeah. it'd be nothing worse to go to Hawaii and then yeah. have equipment malfunction. Yeah. So we unfortunately haven't been practice on the bike and the um, the run at this stage until we get this new chair. So yeah. I've been going in there for swim and obviously for media c- yeah. commitments as well. Yeah. And the media's been great. I mean, yeah. and same Sid coming to Adelaide to do it. You mm-hmm. know, anything like that, I'll, I'll ride in my bike down there yeah. and back. Wow. So yeah, when people said um, going for a swim and I got the kayak <laughs> on my back, people thought I was joking, but I did. I actually took the kayak on my. Oh, you put your backpack. I've got, yeah. I've got that photo on the. On yeah, the so that, that's there, yeah. Uh, I can tell people I've ridden to Victor and <laughs> back kayak. with a kayak on. Quite coming back. No, nothing, nothing surprising that you, Kev. Now, mate, I wouldn't mind just wrapping it up yep. just to find out what Kev does outside of Ironman. What does he like? What does he do? How does he switch off? <coughs> Anything there that you can enlighten us on? I still like a beer. Yeah. <laughs> so. I must admit, I have been out with you a couple of times, and, and not only do you go hard on the in training, you do go hard outside of training. I've yeah. seen in the path. Vague memory of you, the shirt off up on a stage, swinging it <laughs> around. I remember that one years ago. Yeah, so, what else do you do? <laughs> Um, you drink too much beer these days. No, you? no. Obviously, it's uh, as you get older, you, yeah. you, you're quieting down a little One bit. One or two is enough just to yeah, feel that's to enjoy it. But uh, <laughs> as I said, um, triathlon's my main sporting yeah. uh, pursuits. But um, obviously, I'm a commercial diver and yeah. uh, taught uh, scuba diving at TAFE. Uh, scuba diving is still another passion, passion of mine. Yes. It's, I've been you know, diving all my life. My dad was a hard hat diver, and mm-hmm. I followed his footsteps and started on the Murray as a hard hat diver as well, and yeah. and then went through to teach recreational diving. So. You know, something that people might not know. I mean, I spent over two years of my life actually underwater mm. um, and diving. So okay, it's yeah. another great place to get away from it all. And, yeah. and, and it's a great stress relief. Do so you get, do a lot of that here in Adelaide, a lot of diving? Uh, um, I used to, that's part of my job. I used to yeah. teach um, recreational diving, yeah. uh, scuba instructor. And they're unfortunately taken away from TAFE now. So, yeah. But I still love my recreational diving and, and catching crayfish yeah. for, for Christmas and stuff like that. So, yeah. so and, you're, uh, you're a pretty active bloke then, even, even outside of Ironman. To relax, you're still doing something active. Yeah, I mean, I love kayaking and, yeah. and that as well. So, yeah. um, do bushwalking within sport. So, yeah. you know, I still love going to Adelaide Hills and going for different walks. If I go to a, a holiday destination, there's a great walk there. We do that as well, like yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. When we went over there to, to the worlds in New Zealand, we went and did the yeah. route burn as well. So, yeah. you know, pursue other outdoor pursuits as well in, yeah. in conjunction with. Okay. You know, and same as Hawaii, I mean, it's great. And, you know, a as a scuba diver, you just okay, went to yeah. do a night dive with the manta yeah. rays just before you did done that. that? Yeah, wow. it's an amazing experience. So you did that before the race? Or yeah, I did it before the race. Again, it's, <laughs> oh. it's and it rode me bike there and back as well. <laughs> as well. <laughs> that was a, yeah. And unfortunately, they guaranteed um, if you don't see a manta yeah. rays, you know, yeah. you can come back again and bug me dead. If I rode away out there, it was a 20k uh, yeah. round trip ride. And they didn't show up that night. So <laughs> I had to ride it back out there again the next day and do it. Let me get this straight. You're in Hawaii to do the race to win your age group, yeah. and you're riding about 20k to go <laughs> scuba diving to see a manta ray at night. Yeah, and then but it was worth it though. It was yeah. great. Oh, I got, so the second night was there, and, yeah. and to have manta rays, you know, you hold the torch at your chest, and they come up and swim right next to you. It's, it was an amazing <laughs> experience. Oh, Kev, you are an amazing man, yeah. and I reckon that's a great way to finish the podcast. And I thank you immensely for coming here, riding your bike here, taking your time. I've enjoyed it. No, it's been my pleasure, Pete. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to help us out with that fundraising, at uh, that GoFundMe page. Yeah, and, and I'll put some links on the website. And uh, what I'd like to do, I'd like to get you back with Sid if I can at yeah. some point, or I'll come. I can come probably come down to Victor with my gear and, and interview both, and well, then uh, even a follow up after the race as well would be great. This would be a good opportunity for you to come down, mate, and do the Victor Harbour as a, a team. 
the Evicta Harbour race. Yeah, oh, 12th of March, mate. Showing the challenge out there. Yeah, we want to get record numbers down there this time. So. I, well, I can't run, but I can swim and ride. That's right. So, Do a team. Yep, okay. Yeah. You've got me thinking. I'll get the, the young fellow I'm coaching and we'll come up with something. Yeah, and then you can have a chat to the man himself. Love to. Kev, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Pleasure talking to you. See you later.